Warriors. Hope everyone's having a great day today. So today we're going to be talking about The Last Witch, an introduction to The Witcher. Alright, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to admit it. I watched the Netflix series first. I know. For shame. For shame. Shame on me. Um, but you know what? I, I don't think that was bad. It didn't really influence my enjoyment of this novel at all. In fact, um, it kind of made me respect the show a little bit more, but we're not really talking about the show. We're talking about this novel. So as I was reading it, I came across something. Um, yo, these are fairy tales. And I think if you know me well enough, you know that I love fairy tales. I do. Um, especially well-written ones. If it's a bad one, you know I'm going to tear it apart. I, I am a huge fan of retellings. I'm a huge fan of fairy tales. Um, recommend me any fairy tale. I have a whole list of fairy tale retellings that I want to read. Um, if only there were enough time in the day. <laughs> oh, if only I could just stay home and work from home forever. But, in any case, I, I really did enjoy, um this compilation of story stories and it's really hard to say that this is a compilation it's clearly short stories um compiled together because each chapter is its own story but there is a bridge you know girl Geralt Geralt's <laughs> um relationship with Nanaki sort of bridges the stories together you know and it gives an understanding of Geralt as a character as well but more on the fluidity I'll talk about the characters in a second but more on the fluidity of the story. I actually loved it. Um, it moved so wonderfully. I loved how these are reminiscent of fairy tales. You know, there are aspects related to fairy tales. You know, Beauty and the Beast, for instance. Um, and then you have Snow White, in a way. And I really did love these new and interesting stories. Um, they're definitely very fresh. They are different than the show itself um but <laughs> I it's lunchtime so I really shouldn't be eating and recording at the same time but I'm starving and you know I'm super pressed for time at the moment I can hear my son crying in the other room and I can hear my husband having a little bit of a struggle with that. Um, so. I. I loved these stories. Um, let me get back to that. I thought they were written so well. I thought they were executed so well. I, I mean, I can't say this enough. This is definitely one for the books, pun intended. It's such a great way to structure stories. It's such a great way to bring to life the Witcher and his world. And I really think that that's key here. You know, if you watch the show, um, definitely pick up this novel and you're going to see how different it is. The stories are, are similar, yes. But the progression, you know, how they develop, they're really different. And uh, ultimately, it worked in favor of the book. 
me kind of watching the show first because I kind of already knew what to expect but I was blown away by how the stories were written in the novel you know I was blown away by their structure by their character dynamics by the story development and I really did love and there are stories in here that aren't featured in the show which I thought was really great so I really did love how it worked out in the end um and these stories you know they're so fantastical you've got monsters both human and inhuman you've got you know such an evaluation of like the human psyche in a way and that's it one thing that I love so much about this And then there's also the um, the characterization. You know, I love Naneki. I think Naneki and Dandelion were my favorite two characters. I mean, I love Jeskier, also known as Dandelion, in the TV show. I love him, you know. Test the coin for your Witcher, that song is always on my mind. I probably listen to it almost every other day, if not every day. But I think those two are my favorite characters because we really got to see a lot of them in the story you know Jennifer is really only featured in that last story so she'll probably be more in the second novel which I do plan on reading you know I do plan on reading the entire series but Neneki is sort of like this mother figure figure to Geralt and I think it's really great how their dynamic is so strong in such a short amount of time because again Neneki is only in these interludes between the story you know she's her and Geralt their interaction bridges the stories it makes the entire novel flow and move quite effortlessly and she's pretty amazing I mean she doesn't take crap from everyone I love that you know if I could be like her I would totally be like her she doesn't take anyone's crap and I love that she doesn't take Geralt's crap she puts him in his place um she doesn't take anyone's crap, and I love that about her. As for Dandelion, I think what he does is he brings out this this other side, side excuse me, this other side to the story. Um, he He's more jovial, you know, he's more, there's a lightness to him. He's sort of like the humor in the story, and I love that. I love how he highlights the humor in the story and in the world. You know, he's also quite philosophical as well. So I think he's a great um, companion to Geralt. And I think Neneki is a great figure for Geralt to look up to. Um, ultimately, It was an excellent novel. Uh, I did love it. I do highly recommend it. You know, I can't say enough good things about this novel. And, uh, I mean, it's such a good novel. It's written so well. It moves. It's, it's fluid. It keeps up the momentum. You just want to keep reading it. And you want more. It makes you want more of the novel. It makes you want more of the series. And I think that's really great how 
the author, I really don't want to say his name because I haven't practiced enough, so I'm, I know I'm going to butcher it. Um, he did such an excellent job with bringing The Witcher to life. It was, it's unique, it's imaginative, it's definitely something worth reading because as a high fantasy novel, you know, it does hold its own against the genre. It is really its own, you know, genre entirely, I think, because it's so unique. It's really fresh. It's brilliantly written. I think his characterization is on point as well. I can't say that enough. Geralt is great. You get to see his ethics. You get to see his morality. You get to see it more so in the novel than you do in the show. I mean, you get, you get to see how complex he is in the show, but here in the novel, you really understand where his complexity stem from. You get to see where they're coming from and how they sort of just mesh together to make this super in incredible being that is Geralt, and I really did love that. Um, so on that note, you know, this was The Last Wish. Go ahead and check it out. I once again highly recommend it. If money is too tight, please support your local library. Um, libraries are a great resource, and if money is not too tight, please purchase the book on bookshop.org. A percentage of all your proceeds do go to local bookstores, and I think during um, this time of unease economically, the bookstores really do need our help um, more than Amazon does. So, go ahead, purchase the book from bookshop.org. Um, I'll try to include a link. I'm still kind of figuring out how this podcasting thing works. It's easy to include a link on my YouTube videos, but not so much here. But I'll, I'll figure it out so I can provide you guys with links in the future. And if I figure it out by the time this video goes up, well then just ignore this little segment. Um, please do not forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. Please share it with your book lovers out there. Um, and have a great rest of your days. Uh, day. As always, happy reading.